Don't you just love a good teacher hack? I sure do. And in this episode of the Classroom Commute Podcast, I've got a good one for you. If you have ever used a smart board before, then you're likely familiar with the concept of an infinite cloner. This feature allows you to have an object or an image on your screen that students can reproduce or clone or copy and paste over and over and over as many times as they'd like by just simply tapping on that object and dragging it. And when they drag it, it automatically makes a copy for them. This feature comes in handy in a lot of scenarios. However, it's not available inside of Google Slides. Or is it? Now, while the infinite cloner may not be a specific feature in Google Slides, I know a little hack that will get the job done and work just as good. Are you ready? Let's roll the music. Welcome to the Classroom Commute Podcast a podcast for elementary teachers who want to feel inspired each week on your ride into school. I'm your host, Rachel, and my goal is to give you simple and actionable 21st century teaching strategies that you can take into your classroom to spark the love of learning in your students. You are already amazing, and together we're going places. Thanks for taking me along for the ride. All right, first, let's talk about when you might want to use an infinite cloner in Google Slides. I'm going to share a few examples of when I've used it with students, and I'm sure that you'll be able to think of many others as well. This feature of infinite cloning an object over and over is useful in many digital drag and drop activities. For example, I used a tracking tool with my students called the Reading Genre Wheel, and this tool helped my students to keep track of the different reading genres that they explored during independent reading time. Now, in episode 58, I talked all about why I use a reading genre wheel and how it encourages students to read a variety of genres. So be sure to check out that episode. We'll link to it in the show notes. But for the purpose of this episode, I just want to share with you how I used the infinite cloner hack with this resource. So the reading genre wheel is essentially a circle that's been divided into several sections, almost like a pie chart. And one section of the circle is for science fiction. One of the sections is for realistic fiction or fantasy. You get the idea. And inside each section of the genre wheel were these little bubbles that students could color in each time they read a book in that genre. And they would use a different color for each genre. So their science fiction section, they would color in those bubbles with green and their realistic fiction section, they might color those purple. So this tool was helpful to visually see which genres students tend to gravitate towards and which ones they ignored. So it was helpful for both the teacher and for the students. And I had them keep this reading genre wheel inside of their reader's notebook, which I can also link up in the show notes. But when I made a digital version of the reader's notebook in Google Slides, I needed a digital way for students to be able to fill in each section of their genre wheel with colored bubbles as they finished reading a book. And because students can't actually physically color on the screen, at least in Google Slides, I needed a workaround. I needed a way to infinitely clone those little colored bubbles so that instead of coloring in on each section, they could drag a colored bubble into the section. But because students were gonna read many, many books within each section, I needed a lot of those little colored bubbles. I needed a lot of orange bubbles and a lot of red bubbles and blue and green and so on. But I didn't want these little bubbles kind of scattered all over the slide because that would be cluttered. What I needed was for a way for it to appear to only be one bubble of each color. But when they tapped and dragged a colored bubble, it would clone it again and again each time they read a book. 
Another time I needed an infinite cloner on a Google slide was when I had an editing and revising checklist. This time it was in my student's writing notebook, which again, we'll we'll link up in the show notes. Students had a checklist of all the steps that they needed to complete when editing and revising a writing piece. And I wanted them to be able to drag a check mark over to the box each time they completed a step within that checklist. And again, I didn't want a bunch of check marks that were just dispersed throughout the slide. Instead, I wanted what appeared to be only one check mark that could be cloned again and again. Other times, I wanted students to underline or circle several things on a slide. So I needed a way to have students clone pre-made lines and circles that they could drag around the slide without having to copy and paste it each time. All right, so those are situations when I've wanted this cloning feature inside of Google Slides. Are you ready to learn how I made this possible through this hack? It's really, really simple. Since Infinite Cloner is not a built-in feature in Google Slides, at least not yet, they're always getting better, we needed a way to make it appear like there was an endless amount of bubbles or check marks or lines or circles or whatever object or image you want students to be able to make an infinite number of copies of. So here's what you need to do. Insert your image or your object or create that line or circle on the Google Slide, just create one of them first, that you'd like this Infinite Cloner hack to be on. Then make sure you have that object selected and hit control D or that's at least on a a PC on a Mac. It might be something like command D or whatever it is to duplicate an object. And you're going to duplicate that object a whole bunch of times, like way more than your students would need. You'll see that this automatically copies and pastes the object over and over onto your slide. And again, you want tons of these objects so that it appears to be infinite. Now, you'll notice that as you're duplicating that image or object, it duplicates it in a way where it's slightly overlapping the other and they're kind of spread throughout the slide. What we want is for all the duplicates to be neatly stacked on top of each other because this is what's going to make it appear like it has that infinite cloning feature. So to do this, you just need to make sure that you've selected all of the duplicates of your object. So if it's the only thing on the slide, you can do control all and it will select all of them. Then you need to right click on your selections and a menu will pop up with an option to align all the objects you have selected horizontally to the left. And when you click that, this will line all your objects up in a nice neat line. Then right click on the objects again, making sure they're all still selected, right click again and align all the objects vertically to the top. So you're aligning horizontally to the left and vertically to the top. And what this does is it will stack all of those objects that you've selected neatly and nicely on top of each other. Now you have what appears to be an infinite amount of the object or image that you've duplicated, but now they're nice and neatly stacked on each other and students can drag one after the other around on the slide. And that's it. It's so easy. Now you have what appears to be an infinite cloner. So Anytime you want your students to be able to continue to drag and drag and drag that check mark or that circle or that square over and over and over without having to copy and paste, copy and paste, you have a whole bunch of them all ready to go. They're stacked on top of each other and it looks like they are infinitely cloning every time they tap and drag. Now, if you are a visual learner like me, then you probably could benefit from seeing this modeled for you in a video. So I will link up in the show notes a video tutorial that I created walking you through this whole process. You can see how it's used, why you might wanna use it, and I promise it's super, super easy. And once you start doing it, you're gonna come up with all sorts of ways to use this hack. 
All right. Did you like this hack? If so, share this episode with a teacher friend and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you get more tips and hacks like this each week as I help you integrate more meaningful classroom technology in your classroom to help you build strong, independent 21st century learners. All right. That is all I have for you today. I hope you have a good rest of your day and I will be back again next week with another episode. Bye for now.